Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. So uh, this podcast episode is on vocal benchmarks, and this topic comes from the Motivated Vocalist newsletter, which is our uh, private members-only newsletter for members of the Vendera Vocal Academy. And I wrote an article called Setting the Stage for 2019, Three Tips. Jamie wrote an article by the same topic. Jamie's article was, uh, one of Jamie's tips for that article was in the prior podcast episode. This one is one of my three tips on setting the stage for 2019. And that is vocal benchmarks. Okay, wow, that was long and convoluted. Let's get into it. So vocal benchmarks are just a way to uh, track your results over time uh, with singing. So... Um, the way, so let me just give you kind of a, an analogy. So I'm reminded of Thanksgiving, right? Every year we see family we haven't seen for a while and we notice changes. Did someone get a new haircut? Has someone been going to the gym and is looking better? Has someone gained weight, lost weight, grown taller, you know, whatever it is, has anyone, um, you know, so we notice these changes. Now, if I were to visit my brother and for Thanksgiving, and I haven't seen him for the whole year, he might tell me, whoa, you got fat. <laughs> um, so my brother, if, if I gained weight, um, my brother could tell me, oh, wow, you look fatter than you did the last time I saw you. And, um, and, and he would notice that right away because he's comparing me today to me one year ago. So over the course of the whole year, that's a pretty significant change to gain, you know, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever it might be. Um, but if you're me and you're with yourself all the time, which we are, then you might not notice changes over time. Just little by little, incremental changes. Maybe you ate two or three extra Oreos every day. And over the course hey, of the whole year... <laughs> you need to put down those Oreos right now. He's got a box of Oreos there. That's why he can't talk. Yeah, and that's why he's not Oreos there. right now. Well, <laughs> So if you eat two or three or four Oreos every day, more than you should, from day to day, you're not going to notice any change. But over the course of the year, from Thanksgiving to Thanksgiving, you can certainly notice, especially if you, know, if you, if you take like family photos, you know, every Christmas or whatever it is, do you have to suck it in more <laughs> every time you go to take the picture? Like, you know, three years ago, did you really not have to? And now you, you know, you're wearing you know, uh, a loose fitting shirt or whatever and uh, whatever it might be, right? So here's my point. Changes, uh, what, changes happen over time and we don't necessarily notice from day to day. But if you compare on a longer time scale of months or years, then you are able to see changes. So what does that have to do with singing? Um, after I just made everyone <laughs> feel bad about yeah, you, you made know. yeah, we I feel <laughs> negative now. I don't even like benchmarks anymore. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I find myself uh, my wardrobe has more and more loose fitting clothing these days. I'll just say that. There we go. There we go. Um, okay, so what does this have to do with anything? Okay, so vocal benchmarks. Whenever we sing, whenever we practice. Day to day, it may not seem like much is changing. 
Um, maybe Monday we have a good practice session. Tuesday we don't. Wednesday is okay. Thursday is pretty terrible. And Friday we skip the day and then we take the weekend off, right? So you might think over the course of that week, oh man, that was terrible. I've gotten worse in the course of the week. This is terrible. I suck. I'm dumb. I don't know what I'm doing, right? On Thursday, you might just be in, you know, disaster mode. Like, oh my God, I don't know how to, what, what's going on, right? And so if we look on those shorter um, timescales of days or even hours, comparing yourself at multiple points throughout the same day, then you don't get a sense of progress that you do from looking at a larger timescale. So on January 1st, you might have a good practice session. January 8th, maybe you don't sound that much better. January 15th, maybe maybe a tiny bit better, but not hugely different. January 22nd, January 29th, you don't really notice much um, necessarily comparing weekly. But if we compared January 1st to February 1st, or January 1st to March 1st, January 1st to April 1st, you can start to get a sense of the progress that you're making. And in my view, this process of comparing... So if you compare on a longer timescale, then you're better able to see the progress that you make. So in my opinion, um, in my very informed opinion, um, I believe one of the best ways that we can keep ourselves motivated to practice for more than just a few days or weeks, uh, one of the best ways that we can see ourselves improve over time and one of the ways we can prove to ourselves that we're getting better and uh, a way to improve our own confidence in our voice and in order to remain true to our positive habits then we should use vocal benchmarks so i have a few questions for you um and sort of a few things you can do in order to um track yourself from month to month and i advise doing the first of the month January 1st, February 1st, March 1st, April 1st. Just stick it, stick to the first of the month. Um, and, and actually, a month is kind of a short time, too. Maybe even two or three months. But if, you, if, you're, if you're like me and you want to, you know, a little bit impatient and you want to see how things are going, then every first of the month is good. So let me share a few ways you can track your progress from month to month. And so I have a whole bunch of ways you can do this. I'm just going to share a few with you for because um, we want to not drag this podcast on too long. So one thing you can do is sing as high as you can in full voice with good vocal technique. So just get the note, just do it once and pick any vowel. I don't care what vowel it is. Just make sure you're doing it with good technique. January 1st, what is that note? Write it down. Sing as high as you can in falsetto with good technique. Figure out what your top note is. Write that down. Let me share a few more. Hold out a comfortable full voice note for as long as possible with good vocal technique and track the duration. So you can just set a stopwatch, get your phone out, whatever it is, press start, and then hold the note out as long as you can. How many seconds did you do? And then write that down. Or You know, you could actually try this one two or three or four times and just take the best time of those tries if you want. That's fine with me. And uh, one other way that you can do this is pick a single song. Sing that song and record yourself. If you break, if you crack, if you flip to falsetto, if you sound warbly, if you sound tired or tight or strained or squeezy, or your voice sounds weak and unsupported and whispery, whatever it is, with all the flaws, whatever, record it and save it for January 1st. Then on February 1st, March 1st, April 1st, do those things again. Sing as high as you can in full voice. 
what's the note? Sing as high as you can in falsetto, what's the note for that? Um, hold out the song, or hold up the note for as long as possible. How long did you hold it? Sing that same song again and see how you did. And over time, if you practice consistently with good vocal technique, then you will improve. And as you see that, you become more and more confident in your voice and in your ability to improve. And that is absolutely crucial in order to improve over time. What you said there, uh, you know, when I'm working with the student, I do the same thing. And it's always like the beginning of the month. And even to go back to the last uh, podcast we had where they're keeping a diary, a lot of times, and you'll see this uh, student will be like, I had a plateau. I, I can't get above the G. I can't get up above the G. Okay, when we started, Singer, where could you get to? Uh, well, I couldn't get above the E, and that was uh, two months ago. Okay, let's look at your 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 diary. Let's just let's start with your vocal exercises. Where were you last uh, first of the month? Oh, I was up to an F, and now you're at the G at the, this month, but you've been working on that G for two weeks. You can't get beyond that, so you're plateauing. Uh, look back, and you will see how much you grew. I even do this in the Ultimate Breathing Workouts. I, I show you the diary and how my, my exercises grew. We do the same thing like you just said with singing. Uh, in the Sing Out Loud series, when I'm working with kids, I'll have them right off the bat record a song. It could be on their iPhone. It don't have to be nothing fancy. I'm not worried about that. Just record it, and we save it. And then we work for a little bit. We work on technique. We we uh, song map the song. We talk about dynamics and this and that. And then we record again. And then we wait so many weeks, and we record again. And then by the end of that series, we go and we listen to the first one and then the next one and the last one. And you can tell differences. You could hear them. But when we're in the moment, like you said – you don't realize how much you're changing because it, it's so minute. It's just tiny little things, not to regurgitate what you, you just said, but it, it's so true. Quit thinking in the uh, I want it now thing, and that's what singers do. I want to be a rock star now. I want to be a country star, a pop star now. I want to be an amazing singer now. I want to sing as good as Adele does right now. It doesn't work that way. You, you think that these singers – um, I seen some little meme the other day. This, this, uh, here's this kid. He's a baby. He's playing guitar, sitting in, uh, you know, in a chair, and then he's like six, and he's playing a guitar, and then he's like twelve, and then he's like fifteen, then he's like twenty-two, and he's just blazing it up. And somebody walks up to him. He's like, God, I wish I had natural talent like that. <laughs> it's a skill. We 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 talk about this all the time. It is a skill. That you develop so you don't develop it overnight like you said it takes time quit beating yourself up over this you have to look for those benchmarks and the only way to discover those benchmarks and see them is to keep track of a diary is to record yourself and to compare label these recordings january 1st 2019 february 1st 2019 march april just like you said and then you, if you, it comes june you're like i'm never going to get it go back and listen to january 1st and listen to june 1st and see what uh, is different because singers we tend to beat ourselves up and june 1st will probably sound phenomenal but you still don't get it 
because we are our own worst critic and we're going to hear every little nuance because we're comparing to the original artist and not allowing ourselves to be ourselves and have those little different inflections that we have as individual singers. So it is. Benchmarks are so important if you know how to read them. All right. I said my piece. Now, now it's your turn again. <laughs> okay. So um, over Thanksgiving, I went to visit some family. And in the sort of one of the extra rooms, there was The Simpsons playing. And uh, it was just on the TV. No one was really in the room. But it was just Simpsons were on. And uh, I saw Bart, I believe. I think he was trying to learn to, what is it, play the guitar, I think it was. And uh, he was, you know, strumming a few times and he couldn't figure it out and he couldn't put his fingers on it right or whatever. And so he told Homer, his dad, Dad, I can't do it. I don't sound any good. And I don't remember the exact quote, but Homer said, um, well, he, you, you see, son, the thing is, if it's too hard, you should just give up and watch TV instead. Because, because anything that's hard to do is not worth doing. <laughs> now, it sounds absurd to say it that way, doesn't it? <laughs> but so many of us approach th a singing like Homer Simpson. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, man, it's so hard to get good at singing. Well, I guess I better give up and not do it, and I'll just go watch Jerry Springer or, you know, Game of Thrones or whatever it is instead because at least I don't feel uncomfortable doing that. I feel like one of the biggest reasons singers get stuck and don't really get anywhere with singing is because they don't like feeling uncomfortable and they don't feel like, um, they don't like feeling like, if that's a, that's a weird sentence, they don't like feeling like they're not good at the thing that they're doing, right? And so in order to, uh, in order to make the change, in order to make progress with singing, you have to accept that it's okay to be a little uncomfortable during practice. It's okay to not sound perfect. And uh, I forget the name of the guy, um, a YouTuber. Um, he actually, I don't know, a few million YouTube subscribers. He does cover videos. And he actually did a video on how to sing okay, is what he called it. And he said, uh, in the video, he said, you're going to sound bad. And it's okay to suck. <laughs> and that is, that is absolutely right. Whenever you're practicing, it's okay to sound bad. It's okay to suck. In fact, you probably will suck when you're practicing, especially if you're new to singing. And that's okay. You're not always going to sound bad, but you have to get over that and you have to make progress through that because if you just hear yourself and think I sound bad, then you're going to give up and quit and then never get anywhere. I, I'm not saying this is no disrespect to guitarists or drummers or piano players because I'm a musician myself. But I think when it comes to voice, it's almost on a different level of intimacy. And maybe because it is our physical instrument uh, that is coming out of us that we beat ourselves up. It's not as hard. Like if I like, for instance, if I was learning a journey tune years and years and years ago, it wasn't killing me when I wasn't getting the parts just right. You know, I would take my time and play it and play it again until I figured it out. But when it came to singing, would uh, if you you can't stand to suck, you know, you don't want to hear you, you cringe. If I had a wrong note on the piano as I'm learning, I wasn't cringing. Oh, I gotta fix that. I can I can visually see what I'm doing, and with with the intimacy of we're working with muscles on the inside of our body and our cords, and we can't physically see what's going on. 
we feel like we have maybe a little less control. Uh, maybe I'm off the mark, but that's personally, I think it's how it's felt for me. Yeah. So, you know, you, like you just said, you have to know it's all right to suck. It's all right to mess up to do it. You know, if you have these benchmarks, you'll see that you're growing and everybody grows at different rates. Don't be mad. If you and your buddy start at the same time, you're singing the same song, you suck just equally on day one. Uh, by the third month, he's singing it pretty dang good, and you're not there yet. But by week, by month five, you're there, you know, and, and you, you know, because everybody grows differently. That's okay. You know, have fun. You know, have fun with this. It's not, it's, it's not meant to be rocket surgery. Don't beat yourself up over it. Have fun and enjoy the experience. So it's actually kind of interesting because anytime something involves our bodies, like physically doing something, so many of, uh, so often beginners, learners are, uh, they're afraid, but they don't want to look foolish in front of, pe of other people. Like if you're learning how to surf, if you're learning kickboxing, if you're learning any kind of dancing, if you're learning, uh, cooking even i don't know if you're learning something you don't want to look bad in front of people who are better or you don't want to look bad in front of people who will judge you for being bad at something and um in my opinion in my i'm gonna start saying in my informed opinion is that arrogant <laughs> pretty much so but okay. you're you <laughs> nah. <laughs> um I think that's a sort of a natural thing to feel that way, but it's not constructive at all. And it's a huge waste of time and it's incredibly toxic. And it's a really good way to make sure that you never get anywhere. So don't don't let um, outside people kind of ruin it for you. It, it takes sort of, I don't know, you have to be okay with people saying you don't sound good sometimes. Um, that's just, it just comes with the territory. Like it goes in any field. So don't let, other people don't even let other people destroy your benchmarks. Right. Exactly. You know, I've been out and they're like, ah, well, you know, I've been out, you need voice lessons or I've worked really hard on sweet child of mine back in the eighties. And I thought I did a pretty good job and we were playing somewhere. And some guy said, ah, I can sing that better than you. And yeah. it really messed with me at the time. Maybe you could, maybe you couldn't. Uh, but it's the point uh, I reached a benchmark where I felt comfortable singing that song and someone tried to pop my balloon and I actually let them at that time. But nowadays it's a shrug it off. You know what? Don't let anyone destroy your benchmarks. You have them. You will hear them in your voice. If you keep track of your diary and record yourself and it'll be okay. This is about you. This is about you enjoying art. And that's all we care about. I'm reminded of um, something I saw on Amazon. Uh, I forget the exact details of what the product was. Uh, but every once in a while, I like to look up articles on just ridiculous Amazon reviews or really funny Amazon reviews. There was this review where the guy gave it a one-star review. And he said, it was essentially what he said, I bought this product. I did not use it for its intended purpose. It did not work. And I'm giving it one star. Like, <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> so here's the thing. That, that sort of ridiculous emotional... Um, argument for giving it a one star that's the same people who say rude things about people trying to sing it's like oh that person sounds bad well just no just just stop so you don't need to internalize any of this this uh, stuff people say um do your best and um you know what what isn't the best thing to do what isn't really healthy is to always compare yourself to other people because ever and almost in any way 
that you can compare yourself to another person. There's someone better than you at it, period. Um, unless you're Michael Phelps at swimming, but um, and actually, I mean, I don't. Is he, he can only, He's not going to be necessary. I don't think he's going to be getting gold medals when he's 80. Um, he might. He might prove me wrong. Yeah, but, we're human. We're, there's always, you know, yeah, we're not out. Someone better. Quit, quit out. Quit trying to be uh, the best. And won't you be the best you? Exactly. That's that's what you would. You're you're not in competition. Like someone asked me once, why? Why do you support so many vocal coaches? Why do you allow them to put articles in your books? Why do you promote them? Because I'm not in competition with James Lugo. Uh, I'm in competition with myself, and I love James Lugo. I think he's an amazing coach. I published his book because he's a great teacher. So there's always room for more singers, you know. Yeah. So believe in yourself and be the best you can be. Keep track of those benchmarks. And Ben, if we don't end this one, we're going to be on here for an hour. <laughs> yeah. So. Use your benchmarks. Um, keep track of yourself. Pay attention to how you're doing and make your goal to be the best version of yourself. Make yourself the best singer, the best version of your voice that you can accomplish. And that should be the goal. And just keep track of yourself over a longer time scale of months, quarters, years, and uh, stick to it and, and you'll get there. All right. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. See ya. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.